Welcome back to the reInvent podcast. I'm your host, Sari Kimball. And this topic is something I have been talking with some of my clients about. And I mentioned it to a friend recently. And she was like, what? What is that? I need to know more about this. And so I want to share this strategy, this reinvention strategy with you. And it is called strategic ignorance. It is something that I want you to think about applying to your life if you are especially If you are going through a reinvention, a transition, you're wanting to go after something bigger that you've never done before, you have some big goals, then you are going to really appreciate this podcast today about strategic ignorance. I love this quote by Seneca, one of the famous Stoics, and he says, you become what you give your attention to. If you yourself don't choose what thoughts and images you expose yourself to, someone else will. And there are lots and lots of people and companies out there who are spending a lot of money vying for your attention and to distract you away from what it is you really want, who it is that you want to be in this world. So to put it simply, strategic ignorance is the act of purposely limiting or completely removing certain outside influences, particularly ones that distract us, make us feel terrible, (laughs) create negative emotions in our body, and take us away from the focus and the deeper work that's actually going to transform us that's going to help us create the life that we want. So this could be social media, obviously, is a big one. It could be the news. It could be people that don't really help you be your best self. It could be situations that tend to create a negative result for you. And it's not that you have to forever get rid of these things. It just may be that for a little while, you kind of give yourself a break. You detox from this and you just notice like how you feel when you wake up in the morning, how you feel when you go to bed and what it is that you're able to do and create more bandwidth in your life to become the person that you really want to be. I remember for me, uh, when, gosh, 2019, late 2018, I was really getting serious about my own business. And I have a business working with packaged food and packaged product uh, entrepreneurs, helping them to start and grow their businesses. And so I was a fairly new entrepreneur. I was getting really serious about creating a course and a program. And I just noticed that I was waking up and the first thing I would do every morning was turn on the news. And it it wasn't even like the regular news, it was NPR, right? But I could tell like it was just a terrible way <laughs> to start my day. I noticed that it was really starting to, you know, it, it's like, I would hear the then president's voice and I would, you know, hear about all these terrible things happening in the world. And it was 
really focusing me in on the negative and I was needing to really do hard things and learn new things and put myself out there for rejection and judgment and overcome my fears of failure. And I decided to apply strategic ignorance. That was no longer my morning routine. And for a while, I just cut out news of all things altogether. And I had always prided myself on being like really up to date and knowing the things that were happening in the world. And I just realized that if I was going to do these things that my business required of me to become a successful entrepreneur, that I only had so much bandwidth that I could devote to doing hard things and overcoming my own, you know, anxieties um, that I needed to focus everything on my business. And today I will... (laughs) Well, to say I I have kept up the general practice. I do not listen to the news in the morning. Uh, I highly recommend that you do the same, that you just do not turn that on. The morning is so important to protect and to really only put positive things, positive, positive stimulants into our body and our brains. And so I start out my mornings with podcasts or learning or audible books that I'm reading. I really try to fill my brain with really positive pieces of information. And then in the evenings, I now do turn on NPR and say, hey, give me the, you know, Alexa, what's in the news? And she gives me the the highlights so that I'm aware. But then I can go deeper if something uh, really calls to me and makes more sense for me to do so. But the the reality is, is that we have a real negative bias anyway. Our brain is always searching for the negative. And if you think about it, it makes sense, right? Like caveman days, we needed to be focused on what are the things that could hurt us, right? Really aware of noises or paying attention to like If you're looking for berries, you know, paying attention to the certain shape of things or the colors so that you know what's poisonous and what's not, but you're really focused on the negative. And that's what kept us alive. But we do tend to, I think it's like, oh, you need to hear like 10, something like this. I don't think it's exact, but 10 positive things to outweigh one negative. We put so much more value on the negative and we really focus in on that. It also triggers our reticular activating system, our RAS. And this is what we are telling our brain is important to filter in and filter out. And so when my friend, when we were talking, she was talking about the value of the dollar was coming down and other countries didn't want to use it. And she was telling me this whole thing. And she was very anxious about it and worried about her life and how it would affect her business. And I shared with her this idea of strategic ignorance. And because those things are completely out of our control, right? If it's something that I have influence over, okay, let's talk about it. But if it's something like that where I have no influence, I cannot change it. I want to practice strategic ignorance because that information 
just adds to my negativity bias that is telling me the world is terrible, everything's falling apart, get worried, get anxious, and it shifts my attention from creating the life I do want and that I do believe that the world is a great, amazing place. And it shifts me over to looking for the terrible things, things that I can't do anything about. And just notice when you focus on those kind of things and you start getting wrapped up in them and then maybe you like want to learn more and you keep going and going and going, how do you feel in your body? It probably creates a lot of despair, anxiety, um, you know, lack of hope, <laughs> right? And ultimately, it we feel less empowered. And I want us to feel really empowered to change our lives, to become the version of the person that we want to be in the world. So we have to be really mindful about what we put into our mind. Just like if you're an athlete, you are very aware of the food and the beverages and all the things that you're putting into your body. Why do we just let our minds go? We need to practice mind management to own what is going in, the inputs that are going in, and notice if there are things that are distracting you, that are sabotaging you, or just making you feel terrible and creating more anxiety. Because to go after your capacity to see what you're capable of is going to require you to do really hard things. So let's not add a whole bunch more junk on top of it, because I promise you it will distract you from doing that work. It is that cognitive load. We have to be mindful of how much we're putting in and what kind of things we're putting in, right? It is that really high quality food versus low quality food. When we're trying to create something bigger, go after bigger possibility. And cognitive load is described as it's like your brain's computer. And just imagine your own computer. If you're pulling up a whole bunch of junk, if you're pulling up ads and spam and videos and all of these things on your computer, it's going to slow everything down. It's going to take a necessary resources for you to do what you want to do to, to run the operation smoothly. And it's going to take those resources and divert them over to all the, the things, the junk, right? The negativity that, that really weighs everything down. So it really is important to, especially when you're going after a big goal, especially when you're reinventing yourself and you're wanting to create something different in your life, whether that's a health goal or you want to start a business or you want to transform your business to operate without you there in the center of it all the time. Whatever you're going after, I recommend that you practice, that you decide that you're going to eliminate some of these negative influences. Just start with a couple. Although my personal advice <laughs> is to do a complete detox. It's kind of like when I had to do the food allergy stuff, right? And it's like, you just got to eliminate everything, 
that might be a problem. And then slowly, if you want to add things back in, you try it out, you see how you feel, and you just do one thing at a time, and then you see how you feel, and then you make decisions. Like, does this make sense for me to pay attention to this and just see if it starts to distract you? So for me, it was interesting uh, during when the pandemic hit, I was pretty minimally uh, watching, you know, paying attention to any news. And some of my friends were like, uh, I just want to be sure that you know that this is happening because I know that you <laughs> don't do the news. I was like, yes, I, I do know enough. And honestly, the bigger the things, think about how much negativity you maybe got sucked into in the early days of the pandemic and how everybody was glued to their televisions and the radio and the computer and every little thing was like, ah, ah, ah. And we all were so distracted. And I very intentionally chose to like know the very essentials and that was it. I think I gave myself like 10 minutes a day to just become informed of what was happening. We really don't actually need that much time and going to really reputable sources can just laser focus us and be like, okay, now I'm educated, I'm aware, but I'm not getting sucked into the drama. And I actually chose when everybody else was raiding liquor stores and freaking out and, um, you know, really worried. And I understand why. And certainly some people's experience was much more intense than others. But for the majority of us who were just locked up in our homes, I turned off all that stuff and I actually got to work on my business. I got even more focused. I could not control what was happening outside of my, of my little world, but I could control the food that I ate, the exercise that I got, what I did in my business, what I created. I hired a coach to help me really grow my business. And in that year when I really got serious and really practiced strategic ignorance and turning all of my attention on what I wanted to create, I doubled my business that year. I created something that has doubled and tripled over time. And I am so proud of myself that I was willing to, you know, not pay attention to that part of my brain that was like, ah, the world's falling, right? Instead, I used that time to take huge leaps forward and really create something that was aligned with my future vision of myself. And so I recommend doing a full detox, if at all possible. Decide like what is your bare minimum and set some new standards about what you're gonna allow in. And this could be like, like let's just not even bring in the junk food because then we're adding to the cognitive load about do we eat the cookie, do we not eat the cookie, right? If we just don't bring it in at all, then we don't have any decisions to make. We don't have decision fatigue. And so limiting the food, but also the, the mental food, the fuel that we're bringing in. So being conscious of what are you allowing in. So just strip it out for a little while. And situations, I was talking with one of my founders and he was like, yeah, this really hit home for me. And I shared with him this concept of strategic ignorance. He's like, 
I know I'm finding myself in more and more situations of going, getting sucked into social media rabbit holes, being around people who are keeping me out late. Like it's hard for me to make good decisions. I'm, you know, drinking more than I want to. I'm not taking care of my health the way I want to, right? It's a very slippery slope sometimes and it goes really fast. And so sometimes we just need to like put the kibosh on all those things and then layer them back in after we have made the transition. And so it's not about ignoring the facts on purpose, but it is about very intentionally allowing certain things in for short periods of time, if at all, and being very discerning on what you do allow in. Even lately, so I've been working on a book for my other business called Food Business Success, and it takes a lot of effort to write a book. So I've had to be very diligent about blocking time off of not allowing extraneous meetings, those like, hey, can we get together for a coffee chat? I cannot do that right now. The book will not get done by the end of April if I allow those things in. And so what can I do ahead of time to like plan for it? And maybe I have an out of office that says, hey, I'm in the middle of a big project. I may be slower to get back to you. I completely have boundaries around social media and um, the, the inputs, right? The television, um, the news, anything like that. When I was in Sedona, I went to this meditation retreat and I was having some really hard time. Um, I had definitely that slippery slope of social media and checking my phone too much. And it felt like an addiction. It was like I would go to meditate in the morning in my chair and my phone would be there and I would just feel this compulsion, this like really strong urge to pick it up. There would be that like, ooh, I gotta check that thing. And I noticed that it was getting pretty bad. And so I was really grateful that I was going on this meditation retreat and it was like four days and I just said, I'm going to turn off my phone. It's just going to be completely off. And at first I felt it was like an addiction. I, that first day I felt this like anxiety and urges to turn it on and like withdrawal, like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I need to check this. It's so important. And I just kept sitting with it. I kept allowing it and it's like, it's going to be okay, right? And then the second day was like, oh, it was so much better. And it was incredible. It really helped me reset. And they sold this, um, they sold a whole bunch of like crystals and gems and things in the in the gift shop. But they had this um, black rock. I can't remember what it was called. It was like thermaline or something. And it's this beautiful like black rock stones kind of thing. And the energy, so they say, that comes out of it is around setting boundaries and um, and also like protects you apparently from like EFT <laughs> energy, like stuff from electronics. So I was like, this is perfect. And so I actually have this right by my meditate where I meditate in the mornings because my phone is like, I use the app on my phone, but I put the rock on top of my phone 
And I hold the rock like at the beginning and I just kind of say, okay, like I'm being intentional about this and I'm putting boundaries on it. And so you may think about, you know, how can you set yourself up for success ahead of time and maybe tell people ahead of time, like, hey, I may not be as available. Um, and just setting yourself, your, you know, your environment up for success. There's tons of apps and tools and tricks that you can like limit your screen time or put timers on things. Um, so do what you got to do to be able to turn it all off if possible for a little while, just to give yourself a little reboot and then be very intentional and discerning about what you bring in. And there may be times where you just want to eliminate it altogether when you're going after something big. If you would like help with this, if you need accountability, which is exactly what a coach is for, for strategy, for processing the emotions that are coming up and really helping you see where you're getting in your own way, or just to provide some additional strategies and support to practice strategic ignorance so that you can go after something really amazing in your life to go see what you're capable of, Let's connect. Please reach out. Go to reinventioncoach.co, drop me a note, and we will get on a powerful coaching call together. We can explore where you're maybe out of alignment with being the authentic version that you really want to be in this world. Until next time, have an amazing week.